What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people also love it. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome, Welcome to, to you, Kinsabas. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Are you sipping on anything? I'm sipping on two things. Oh, uh, I'm great. Double, double fist and soul sipping yeah, you are. here. Double fist and soul sipping. Yeah. Okay. I've got a kombucha in one hand, a hum hopped grapefruit. It's one of the varietals from Costco. And in the other hand, I have a cup of PG Tips tea. How, do you know PG Tips? No. It's like just like a, I don't know, very popular, like England's most popular hmm. tea or something. But you can get it in like hmm. bulk at the grocery store. Okay. Okay. But it's good. It got a little caffeine in it, a little something, something. What are you yeah. sipping on? Uh, I'm on empty because we actually just finished the recording with Erica that you guys are about to listen to. And I was drinking a pumpkin spice Shakeology, which is bomb, but I'm it's donezo now. So I don't know what I'll be sipping on after. Probably sparkling water, something yeah. pretty tame. You know, you guys are going to love this interview <sighs> with Erica. We spent over like the whole time with her which was amazing and so lucky for you guys she has spooky stories so that's that segment is going to be wrapped up into this time Mm -hmm. with erica but more importantly she has the wisdom of the universe that she's about to to spread we asked her all the things she's yeah Mm -hmm. so enjoy yeah okay you guys I mean, it's happening again. She's here. You guys have been asking for it. And so have we, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Erica is with us. Hi. <laughs> I wish you guys could see me right now because I'm like doing a little dance. I'm like, woohoo. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Did you light a candle for this session? As you, you were every- saying, Erica, I was literally lighting a candle. I have sage going. I lit my candle. I saged the microphone. Like I'm all set up and so excited. So, so excited. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we, we call has like a hundred thousand questions because everything, like all the times I do, anytime we think about anything, we're like, put it in the, put it in the note. And we know we'll probably get to like, you know, six, but, um, (laughs) we, uh, it's just like, it's such a different universe that you can't really like you know google things like this like there's really no way to know to get these answers other than speak to somebody who has access Mm. to that world which i know you've said we kind of all have access to the world absolutely and you also want to like connect with someone that you're like oh uh, I connect with them, no pun intended, but I'm just saying like someone you trust or someone you feel yeah. comfortable with, you know what I mean? And like, you know, someone that's, I always laugh with people. Like when I show up to people's houses or show up to do group reading events, people go, Oh, you're, yeah. you're the medium. Oh, okay. Like they're maybe expect, they have a different image in their mind about, you know, what a medium would be or yeah. what a spiritual yeah. person, you know, or a spiritual medium would look like. So, so it's, it's cool. It, it's cool because there's something that, you know, people, there's something that resonates with people because I'm like a regular chick. So it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. We were actually, so we have another podcast that we do on Fridays on a different um, platform, Patreon. And we talked about that today, how like normal you are, which is what makes this even cooler. It's just like, you know, you're a regular human, but 
have Mm -hmm. access to this other world because we've Mm -hmm. both seen psychics and, you know, sometimes they can be a little different I guess Woo-hoo. and you just seem like which yeah oh and I and I'm a total weirdo mm, just so you mm. guys know like I'm a total weirdo <laughs> no but I I do know what you mean like sometimes maybe there's you know I think that's with anything that you're going to someone that is, is a specialist in something you want to relate to them in right. some way and that it it resonates with you and you're like oh I get this I, I get this yeah. person yeah you know and it feels more comfortable that way so I, I totally understand all right that. Erica yeah. I have a question for you as a person yes. with powers. Do you ever go to people with different powers than you? And if so, who who, likes like a psych, like, okay, can you explain to us the difference between psychics and mediums? Are they legit? What kind of other powers do other people have? Like walk me through this, this world. And cause we're going to believe what you believe. Oh, okay. So if you believe other people will believe you. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where we're at here. <laughs> well, first of all, like in terms of believing other people, that's kind of like what we've been talking about. Like go with your gut. Like if you're going to go get a session with someone, you walk in, you feel weird, you feel uncomfortable, you have some flags going off inside, like that's your intuition. You know what I mean? Use that and listen to that. Just, just listen to it. Even if they look great or, you know, they have great reviews, but you go in and you're like, this is not vibing with me. It's like your Mm. vibes, your intuition, your gut is just so, so important that that's everything. That's where you connect with divine information. That's where you connect with universal information in your gut is where you connect with your angels, with your spirit guides. That's where you, that's where you connect with it all. So definitely listen to your vibes. Um, And, and like you guys, like when you go to like Target now, there's like shirts that say, trust your vibes, you know? Right. right, And it's it's kind of mainstream, but like, why is it mainstream? Because it's so on point. It is true. Listen to yourself. I mean, how many times do we look back and go like, oh, I knew that. You know, yeah, I shouldn't have right. trusted that person. I or saw that coming. I shouldn't have or... gone out that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew I should have okay. stayed home that night or whatever it may be. It's like hi- hindsight is twenty twenty. you know? Right. Yeah. Sometimes I feel very tired. This year I've felt very tired. And sometimes it's hard for me to tune into my gut. So do you have yeah. any strategies for people who are kind of racing around on the go, I mean, maybe they're tired, maybe they're hungover, maybe they're who knows what, but how we can recenter so that we can tune into our guidance, our divineness. Absolutely. I would say first and foremost, things are a little bit different for people that have babies and people that are pregnant. Mm. I just want to say that like right off the bat, I think that when you have a little baby and you're not really sleeping, you know what I mean? It's re it's tough. And I think self-care is just so huge and being pregnant. I mean, I could fall asleep sitting up with my hand on, with my, my chin on my Mm -hmm. hand. You know what I mean? So it is hard. And I think I just wanted to throw that out there because I know those are two situations that are maybe resonating with you guys. Uh huh. But, (laughs) but just, just saying, I think when, you know, first and foremost, just be where you are. If you're exhausted, if you're overwhelmed, if you're tired, don't put too much pressure on yourself, right? Be where mm. you are, embrace the moment. It it will pass, right? But in terms of, you know, super busy people, 
or people that are really tired, you know, you don't have to go and sit and meditate for two hours and say om in a quiet room sitting Indian style to connect with yourself. And I think that 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 idea is can kind of what freaks people out sometimes. Like, I can't do that. I can't, I don't have time to do yeah. that, you know, or I go to sit down and, and be quiet with myself and a million things pop in my mind, right? So we don't all have to do an intense meditation practice or an intense yoga practice to to be, quote, zen or, or calm, right? You can literally, especially like you were saying, feeling really, really sleepy, feeling out of touch. You know, you can set an alarm on your phone for five times a day. And every time that alarm goes off, you close your eyes, you take five deep healing, cleansing breaths, you ground down into your body. You drop from your head to your heart, you breathe, and you just reconnect with self and then go about mm. your day. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. So if you're super busy, you're doing a job, you have a baby, you have kids, you're running around, you're doing things, you can still just take you know several times a day to take a deep breath, ground down, and pay attention to yourself. And just start with that. Yeah. You know, taking care of yourself or listening to your intuition or being mindful of yourself, it shouldn't add to chaos in your life or add to you feeling like you're not doing enough. You know what I mean? It should be just a precious little kind of moment in time for yourself. Just start with that and see how you feel. Start small. You know, but I also I wanted to answer your question about psychics and mediums. We yes. kind of went off on a tangent, or maybe I went <laughs> off on a tangent. Sorry, <laughs> psychics. I will say I I have found that most psychics need to see you to read for you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so okay. so meaning um, they are reading maybe your palm or your aura or your fortune or reading tarot cards. They are reading things that help them tell you about your past, present, and future, right? With mediums and with what I do, I am basically raising my vibration up. Spirit slows their vibration down and we meet in the middle. And that's where I go, in, in the middle, in between. And that's where I hear information for people as, you know, to assist them moving forward in their lives. So mediums are like getting information from spirit. So I'm moving past the earth element and going into spirit to connect with people's loved ones who've crossed over, to connect with people's angels, to connect with people's spirit guides. So it's a, it's a little bit okay. different, but I do have, you know, sometimes spirit guides will bring through quote psychic predictions but they mm -hmm. will only come that. yeah but i they only come through if it will serve you right so we don't need mm -hmm. to know everything you know spirit will never do anything to scramble your destiny or to scare the shit out of you you know what i mean mm -hmm. okay. spirit is going to bring forward information to serve you so we shouldn't know everything all the time yeah so if you if you get a reading and it's with someone you trust know that you're going to be your highest good will be served that spirit is going to work with you to assist you because they love you they know you and they're excited to deliver information to you they're not telling you anything that's going to rob you of your experience or rob you of your destiny so i do get psychic predictions but i don't call myself a psychic i call myself a spiritual medium so that makes yeah, sense yeah i 
I remember when you did the reading with me, you're like, don't worry, this is a safe space. Like you're not going to get any bad news. So that was a question we had. Do you hear bad things? Like, do you hear uh, there's a divorce coming or there's, you know, uh, cancer looming? Do you hear those things and just don't communicate them? Or does spirit not talk about those too? I absolutely do hear those things. Mm -hmm. I do not edit it when I hear it because that's my commitment to the person that I'm reading for. And I will also say that, you know, when I work with spirit, it's filtered through Erica and I'm a super positive person, Mm -hmm. right? So they bring things in a positive way. So like a great example is like, I was reading for someone and like, I saw them um, getting in a car accident Mm. Mm. and, and I was like, and, and her guides told me, you know, ask her if she realizes that she's not paying attention when she's driving. Mm-hmm. Ask her if she notices that she keeps picking up her phone while she's driving. You know what I mean? Let her know that she's being protected, but that, you know, that she has to be mindful of paying attention while she's driving. And usually a person like, yes, oh my gosh, yes. I'm totally not paying attention. Oh my yeah. gosh. There's been so many times I've slammed on my brakes. So it's kind of like an awareness that's happening instead of me going, oh my God, you're about to get in a car yeah. accident. You know, that would scare the crap out of someone. And I have no desire to scare people. That is not my intention in doing what I do. So it'll usually come in a way that will serve the person. But yes, I have seen all kinds of weird, you know, not weird stuff. I, sorry, weird is, is kind of, it's no, the wrong good. word, but maybe intense you stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like all kinds of stuff, you know, where I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is this? And how do I, you know, interpret this in a way that would somehow serve them and empower them to maybe change that? A lot of, I mean, I see, God, you know, people smoking cigarettes, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like so many times I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, this is that you're not going to live. Right. You, you Mm have, you know, I can see it. Speaking of vices and maybe some confusion and messages, have you ever been buzzed talking to the spirits? But like, have I been, and how does that go? Have I drank? Yeah. Like I, I, I guess I'm wondering, like, how, how does alcohol and communicating with spirits go? And also do spirits, yeah. like, Ashley and I were talking about this earlier. What's the day in the life of a spirit? Do they have a whole nother? Is there anything like a life? Do they have a routine? Yeah. Do they drink? Yeah. Like, can you tell us about that? You guys are going to really like this story, actually. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal with drinking. I do not drink before I read people. I ask people to please not drink before I read for them. I'm sure if someone has one glass of wine, I can still read for them, but I am not in the business of telling people what to drink, right? So I'm like, don't drink. Like I'll go to people's houses for group events and they'll have like a giant spread of gorgeous food for their family, whatever. And they're all sitting around like drinking water. Mm-hmm. I walk in, you can tell they're pissed at me. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, it's almost done. You guys can drink. But the the funny thing is I don't read for people unless I ask their permission and unless they have come to me and really want to be read because that's what I like. I, I want to read for people that want to be read. And also it's what I do for a living. You know what I mean? So this is what I do. But the only time I randomly 
like approach people or start reading for someone randomly is when I've drank, when, when I've had drinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, like there's been all kinds of situations. And like the next day I wake up, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, honey, to my husband, Jeremy, I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I, oh. And he's like, well, it's okay. I mean, you, you get drunk with a medium. What do you expect is going to happen? So it's it's really only, that's the only time that I feel like the door to the spirit world becomes like one of those like old Western swinging doors. Uh You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It gets a little bit like swingy. So I'm working on that. You know, (laughs) I'm working on that. So I have and and things do come up, but it's not, you know, what I want to do. It's not totally responsible. And I really, really try, try not to do that. That's not how I want to read for people. You know, that's not really like... You know, if you're having a couple glasses of wine, that's not really how I want to do anything, but just like relax in a safe environment, basically, Mm -hmm. you know, so, but it does happen. And the other thing you guys might think is funny is I got my wisdom teeth out. This was like maybe before I had my son. So this was like seven, eight years ago and they put you under, they totally put you out. And my husband, they came and got my husband and I was in the recovery area and they told him, you know, just watch the, her breathing, watch her oxygen levels. And he said, I started opening my eyes and there was nurses walking by and I started reading for the nurses. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, can you come here for a minute? I have a message for you from your grandma. And she wants, uh-huh. you know, all these messages started coming through, but I was not really fully conscious. Yeah. Oh and my when I came to, my husband like had me kind of on him, like draped over. He was like, come on, baby. We got to go to the car, baby. We got to go. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what happened? And he was like, babe, you literally just read for like five nurses. Like you're reading for all the nurses. They're crying. They were running into the (laughs) office going to get the dentists and the for you to read for. So it does, you know, that's just who I am. So it does, it does kind of come up. But um, but I I really I don't drink and read. I don't drink and read. So it's like because you said you have to tune into our radio station to connect to that person. But it's like your dial is a little loosey goosey when you're either buzzed or, you know, coming out of anesthesia. Right. So it's like you're not like intentionally not tuning in. You're just like you're push and scan on the radio and everything's coming through. Well, what'll happen is the spirit is like, oh, she's drunk and she can hear me. Sweet. Go tell my daughter. I'm so sorry. I didn't leave her all the jewelry. Can you tell her this? So it'll be like spirits are a little pushier or a little more intense. Ah. But me as Erica, I have really, really intense boundaries with spirit because I do want to be a normal chick. I'm a mom. I I have a husband. I have friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to constantly be reading for everyone. So I have an on-off switch. I have a door that's closed. And yeah. then when I want to tune in for someone, you know, as you know, I do a ceremony to open it and seal us in a sacred space. I really honor what I do. I've devoted my life to it, you know? So what happens is if I've had, you know, a few glasses of wine, sometimes the spirits, like I said, it's a sliding, gl- it's, it's like kind of a swinging door and they go, Hey, uh-huh. yeah, hey. give them an inch. They'll take a mile. Right. Yeah. And, or they're <laughs> like, R-R-U-I, read under the influence. Right. Don't totally. Do <laughs> yeah. Or it's kind of like my daughter would never, ever get a reading. So now that I see you and I see you near my daughter, can I, can you please give her a message from me? And it just mm-hmm. kind of comes mm-hmm. out, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So, so that's kind of what happens. It's a hilarious question. I never thought I would talk about that, but I love it. I mean, it's, it's a great question. So I have a question that's related, but deeper. So it's kind of like separating your work-life balance, which is a different kind of work-life balance. But do you ever get, I guess, curious about people that you love, your loved ones, And knowing what you know now, like, so then how much do you tap into people you love? How much do you want to see, right? And then even Mm -hmm. about yourself, how much do you want to see about yourself? And then knowing what you know, do you feel like you're less afraid of death in general of you Mm -hmm. and your loved ones? Yeah. People close to you? I'm not afraid of death. I would say knowing what I know makes me want to honor my life so much that's what scares me more than mm. dying because I know how big it is to have a life and to be here for all of us. No one is mm. here by accident. No one is experiencing what they're experiencing by accident. You know, no one is, is, has the gifts or the talents or the desires they do by accident. And so, like I, I, I've said, it's like we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And so I chose to come here and be this girl, Erica, woman, sorry. (laughs) You know, I chose to be here and be able to assist people in this way. And I really want to honor this life and do a great job. And I don't want to miss any lessons that I'll have to do again later (laughs) in another life. So I'm more, if if I have to use the word fear, I would be more afraid to not just be do awesome in this life. I really want to honor myself, this girl, Erica, and this life. And it, it, you know, you would think like, oh, well, if the spirit's so great, like, why don't we just all go back to spirit? It's like, no, you are supposed to be here. This is beautiful too. And you're brave. Anyone Mm -hmm. who's here on earth right now is brave as hell. We're here. We're learning. We're experiencing. We are waking up Our consciousness is elevating as human beings. Acceptance is elevating. All this amazing change is happening. And here we are, and we're here for a reason. So honor yourself, honor your journey, honor the the point of your life, the purpose of your life. You know, it's really important. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of death. And, And when I think about loved ones dying, like I like anyone else have lost, you know, people very close to me. My my best friend crossed over um, a couple years ago and I just fall so quickly into despair and just utter pain over her passing. And then I elevate my energy and I calm down and I think about her now and I think about the peace she's at now and I think about her experience in spirit and I chat with her and and it's okay. She's okay. And all is well. It's mm-hmm. okay. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah. When you were talking about honoring your life, that really resonated with me. I mean, we hear from a lot of our listeners that, and you know, a lot of our listeners are women in similar life chapters that we are, and how it can be difficult to put yourself first and prioritize yourself. I mean, so often we put ourselves on the back burner. And I feel like we've, that's been one of the themes of this podcast. And when you talk about, mm-hmm honoring your life, it kind of makes things seem smaller that might feel really stressful on the daily. And that's really beautiful. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned, and this is another question that I had written down. You mentioned not wanting to come back and repeat lessons again. So reincarnation, is that real? Oh yeah. Really? 
Whoa. You know, there are, you know, records of every life we've ever lived. It, they're, they're, they're Akashic records. I don't, I don't read them. That's not my specialty, oh my but God. we are absolutely, you know, not newbies and people do come back again and again and again. Earth is our classroom. We come here to learn lessons and to elevate our soul, evolve our spirit, understand, contribute to the collective consciousness. We have, there's all kinds of earth journeys that we're on. And yes, we come back again and again and again. And I've talked to my guides because I'm like, well, who was I? You know, tell me stuff. Yeah. And basically they have flipped through tons and tons and tons and tons of my lives. And I'm always a medium, an oracle, a seer. You know, I'm Ooh. always basically doing what I'm doing now. So they're like, you're welcome. Now you're, you're there at this time. And, you know, now you have to take it to a different place and, and you know, take away the fear and mystery surrounding what you do. You know, it's a different kind of yeah. mission this time. Yeah. Cause so. at some point you were maybe like a witch or something, you know, or, well, or not actually a witch, but where people were like, she's got power. She, yes, she's a witch or something. Yeah. Right. Yes. yes. Demon. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> totally. now, yeah. Now it's more, you're alive in a time where it's more acceptable. Okay. I have a question. Do you feel like, you know, they're saying, you know, global warming and our planet is dying. Do you think that our spirits will move to, you know, Mars or another ecosystem? Like spirit world doesn't care where we are. Good one. So are you saying, do you think humans will go to another planet? Well, I'm saying if humans go to another planet because Earth is dying in the next hundred years or something and we can't inhabit this anymore, spirit lives on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So obviously we don't want our planet to die. But one thing I do want to die is the zits on my face, obviously. Oh, yeah. And that is where Bloom comes in. It's called Bloom Meltdown, and it's a powerful blend of natural ingredients that takes down pimples overnight, you guys. Like, you feel a little eruption come in, boom, pat that baby on, you wake up, it's gone. You go to bed with a zit, you wake up, you don't have one oh, with Meltdown by Bloom. It's the best. It does not contain harsh chemicals. It does not contain benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, salicylic. Salicylic acid. Or parabens. Lucky for Ash, it's pregnancy safe, vegan, and cruelty free. You guys, the stuff smells amazing. You just tappy tap tap on your face, and your face is going to thank us later when it's zit free. Right now, you guys get 25% off and free shipping when you text SIP to 797979. It's a special offer that you can't get anywhere else. And you support our show when you support our sponsors. So text SIP to 797979 to get 25% off Meltdown Spot Treatment by Bloom. And if you don't love it, which you will. Return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Text SIP to 797979. I have another question from our list. It's kind of back to reincarnation and then also related to Ashley's about planets okay. and spirits <laughs> and things. Maybe we, maybe we rapid fire these. Ah, okay, these cool. Two. I like it. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> with reincarnation. Okay. And then I added one, a spinoff as I was listening to you talking. Do we run in the same circles? Like sometimes when you meet someone, you're like, God, I feel like um, I've known you forever. Is it possible that you've actually known them forever? Yes. Soul groups. They're called soul groups. Oh, absolutely. Whoa. So oh. we, we reincarnate so in cool. soul groups. So like in spirit, while you were planning this incarnation, this life, right? You're planning your mission. You're planning why you're planning what you're learning. You're planning your gifts, your struggles, all these things. And maybe you had someone that was your mom in a past life and you're connected in the spirit world. And then you say, okay, let's make a pack and we'll, pact and we'll be best friends in this life mm-hmm. coming up. Wow. Or, you know, so yes, you incarnate in soul groups. Absolutely. And when sometimes you are like, oh my gosh, I know, I know this person. Yeah, you do. You know, you do. Um, But those can be hard to shake. And like, I'm sure this resonates with, with some of your listeners, like being in a relationship with someone and it's just like they, it just not working out and maybe they want to see other people. And you're like, I just feel this crazy, intense, like soul connection. Like we are so connected. We are so, our chemistry is crazy. And like, I just know we're meant to be and all of that. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's just this life, you know, and that's, that's its, its own lesson. But sometimes it's, you're actually feeling old emotions and old connections that really don't apply to this life. And you have to let them go sometimes because it's it's not actually they're you know not actually being kind to you or being mm. nice to you and you're holding on to it because you feel this deep past life connection and sometimes it's like that song I guess I'll see you next lifetime you know is it possible for something to come back as something else so like a dog soul coming and do dogs have souls do flies have souls could those things come back as a human okay so here's what's interesting about this question and i do not get a clear answer from spirit so i knew you're gonna ask me that question i've asked spirit several times and i do not have a clear answer so what i can tell you is this since i've been reading for thousands of people for the past 11 years i have yet to find anyone or met anyone that has not incarnated as a human. So okay. I I have not. So when I see dogs in spirit, they are dogs. Mm. They didn't then turn into ah. a person. They are dogs. They're their own special, special thing. But that doesn't mean that that is, I'm going to say this very clearly, like there are ancient religions that believe that people come as cockroaches and elephants and all different kinds of things. And I I get that, 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 I, that resonates with me, but I do not have a clear answer from spirit, but I have yet to, in my reading, see someone that incarnate that when I looked in their past, that I saw them as a flea or a dog or a, a, a fly. It doesn't mean it can't be. Oh my gosh. But can you imagine if my spirit was in a flea? I mean, I don't know what that flea would do. It's just so much to do, not enough time, you know? If I was a flea, I would chase under people's shoes till they stepped on me and killed me right away. I'd be like, give give me me a break. another body. Give me a break. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, if I don't hear a clear answer from spirit, I say I don't know. You know what I mean? I'll never just guess. You know, I say I don't know if there's something that I don't hear. There's a reason why certain things are veiled to me and I can't judge that. But I haven't met anyone that incarnated as a flea, except for you, Ashley. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, do you like if we kill us, do you kill bugs? 
Or do you do feel I? like, Uh-oh. oh, that's good. Yeah. Or do you feel like if yeah. there's a bug in your house, what do you do? I feel so, I feel super guilty after I kill them. Like I feel okay, so bad. Okay, but you do kill them. Yeah. I do. I do. But don't, you know, who am I? You know, I don't know. No, um, I'm I, not saying like everybody go <laughs> kill bugs now. I'm just, I'm like, oh, I God. didn't know if you thought like, uh-oh, this spider that I'm killing has a spirit and I'm causing bad karma or something. So then I completely mind F myself because I'm like, here I am killing this spider. This is so, I do feel guilty for killing a spider, but I'm like, what if I was part of his destiny plan? That like, this was his time. This was his time, you know? (laughs) I'm like, I have to go. And then I get really heady and I'm like, oh, I I don't know. You know, I need, I need a break. (laughs) Yeah. I have this spider that's living inside my dead, like, the lock of like this deadbolt lock hole and the other mm-hmm. day i was like john you got to kill him and so he killed him but i think mm-hmm. you're right like what kind of life is it to live inside of a deadbolt lock you know exactly so he's probably like yeah. you did me a favor right doing him like a favor. my husband yeah. god bless him he's the best when we when it turns to winter sometimes we have we've gotten mice before oh. like one or two we've heard them and he catches them and releases them into the forest yeah, yeah. you know he doesn't yeah. put out traps for them he catches them he does the same thing you know with with bugs but then you know you kind of also think about you know, that really leads you to think about, should we be eating animals? Right. Yeah. So you can kind of, where Mm. do you stop? You know, there's so much consciousness to be had and so many things to think about. And I think you have to really just find what feels right for you. You can't feel guilty about every single thing we do, you know, but when I start to pull at that thread, it does, it, it, it does get overwhelming. Or I look at where my clothes is made are are made. Yeah. I'm like, is this, is this a, you know, Mm happy place for the people that made this old na- old navy shirt you mm-hmm. know what i mean i don't mm-hmm. so you really can get overwhelmed and i think it's amazing you know to be conscious and to make you know really conscious decisions and you have to choose what is right for you i think when people start getting really judgmental or force their ideas down others that's really where we run into a lot of problems okay speaking of intentional things things like going to the bathroom oh. Can spirit see us doing those things? Are we being watched by the spirits all the time? No, spirit does not want to see you go to the bathroom. <laughs> Great. Why would your grandma want to see you go to the bathroom? <laughs> well, I thought, Ashley and I were talking about that on Patreon. Like, she how not much are they tuning you. in? Are we like television for them? You know? Right. Like, are how- we working? No. 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 Okay. No. Okay, good. No, no, it's not like that. It, it's it's not like that. And and what connects you to your loved ones who've crossed over is love. You know, is is love and memories and and it's it's a beautiful thing. They're they're not trying to watch you like go to the bathroom or like you know shower. Okay. It, it doesn't work like yeah. that. Okay, good, good. Okay, <laughs> Ashley talked about other planets, and this is a big question, Erica. Aliens. Okay. That is like an open topic. Aliens. But do you do yeah. you believe do you believe in aliens? Have you gotten any signs from spirit that we're not alone? On well, this on this planet or in the ecosystem? In the universe. I one hundred percent think we are not alone. One hundred percent. Wow. Do I think that aliens have giant eyes and are gonna come here and try to defeat us? N- no. But Our solar system and beyond is so unbelievably vast. I think it would be really wrong to say that there's Mm -hmm. nothing else out there. Look at our oceans. We haven't even discovered. I I mean, there's so much of our oceans Mm -hmm. we don't know about. We see new species all the time. There's, 
I mean, we've come so far as human beings, but I mean, yes, I, I really do believe in aliens. And I've touched on it a little bit with my guides and they have described to me, it's not what you think. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not what you think. But but yes, there is other life out there. But I don't think it's quite as cut and dry and concrete as like a flying saucer and a weird man with big eyes. You right, know? like the movies mm-hmm. make it seem. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's the thing with movies. You, you have to be able to come up with a visual. You know what I mean? Same thing with like hauntings with scary movies and stuff. You have to come up with a visual, yeah. you know? Yeah. We're doing this. Oh, actually, this is a good question for you. We're doing this You Can Spook With Us, October, mm-hmm. and it's just like people telling us their scary stories uh-huh. or any kind of <laughs> run-ins with ghosts or anything like that. So one, I guess, do you have a scary story? But two, on the last time that you were on, you told, because Call gets really scared by scary movies and you're like, well, just don't watch those maybe, like, you know, and then Stop. she came, yeah. it was her idea to do this. And now she's reviewing <laughs> sorry, all the entries Erica. and she's like terrified. She had to put on okay. jazz music one night because she's like, these are so scary. But have you had oh, a scary run in with? spirits or anything are you sure you guys want to play this game with me i have really scary you do i want to hear the scariest do you know what i do one let me chad theme the music now (laughs) (laughs) this is kind of dark you guys i mean it's weird i I have a bunch of weird ones okay Um, so i would say one of the scariest things that ever happened to me was before i was a medium I was always a medium, but before I was doing readings, I was young. I must have been, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like I was young. I was like eight. And, but I was a medium and I knew I was a medium, but I didn't know what that meant. And my sister brought home an antique Ouija board. (laughs) Yeah. An antique Ouija board. And I... Yeah, I probably was like eight. I was little, you guys. And also, like, I'm five feet tall now. So, like, I was, like, tiny. Like, just like a little kid, you know? I'm, like, five two on a really nice day. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm a shrimp. I'm a real shrimp. Uh, (laughs) So, she brought home a Ouija board. And it was antique. They got it at an aunt. Her and her friend got it at an antique store. And we started doing it a lot because we were, I was, like, obsessed with ghosts when I was a kid because I knew I could feel them all around me but I just didn't know what it meant Mm -hmm. and I would say like we got like a little bit addicted to it like in a weird way like I would say it was definitely had bad negative energy and we were like Mm -hmm. doing it all the time and it kept on telling us its name and and talking and telling us all these weird things and we would be like come on let's do it it was addicting it was scary as hell and I couldn't sleep at night and I was sleeping in my parents room it was really unhealthy and yeah it got really weird so I mean, it got weird. It's not a it's not a safe tool if you're a medium and a child and you don't know how to manage energy. Yeah. And we were all in a circle doing it. We were on our driveway. So it was asphalt. We were on our driveway and it started going back from M to A, M to A, M to A, M to A, M to A. And I just yeah. And I just look over at my sister who was like 13 at the time. She's standing up again. We're on a driveway and I watched her eyes roll back in her head and I saw her fly, fly up and back flat on her back. 
on what? the pavement. No shit. Yep. Oh my god, was she okay? She was okay, after but that? I mean she I saw the eyes roll back and I saw her go <gasps> stiff as a board and go whoop and fly back and land flat on the pavement. It was really, really fucked oh up. <laughs> Edit yeah. if you need to. But and my, no. I remember my stepmom coming home. My sister was okay, but I remember we told her this was so scary. You know yeah. what happened? And she took it and she broke it over her knee. Yeah. And she threw it away. She threw it away. She was like, "What are you guys doing?" Like my stepmom is like an, an incredibly intelligent phys- doctor, and she—I don't think she broke it. Like I'm breaking the spell. Oh, I just no. think she was like, like "What no are playing. you guys doing?" Yeah. Yes, stop. You know, and she broke it. But to this day, I'm like, I do not think people should use the Ouija board. I do not think people should use pendulums. I do not think people should use tarot cards unless they know what they're doing and they have an ability to work with energy. Yeah. It's not they're not toys, you know? If you open yourself up to weird stuff, you're going to get weird stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was really really bad. It was really scary. So, anyway. What is that? I, I can't what believe is, I just told why? you guys that story. Is that, but. is that someone that's like, "Hey, enough messing around with me, like no more or something. Why would they do that? Why would the spirit do that mm. to her?" You know what? I don't even go deep into questioning that because yeah. I don't want to conjure that yeah, up yeah. or try and figure that out. Mm-hmm. I really just think of it like an intense explosion of energy. And she's sensitive and she felt it and she just flew back. Oh it was intense energy. And like, you know, it, yeah, it was really it was really bad. So that's one of the scariest thing that's ever happened. But I you guys, I used to do house clearings. Oh, that's right. You mentioned so I've had that. all yeah. kinds. Yeah, I've all kinds. I mean, I've had lights turn on. I've seen radios literally turn on and the dial turn to full blast, blasting in my ear when I walk wow. in a room. So I've had a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, a lot. But you know, how do you? If someone thinks their house is haunted, because we had a lot of listeners write in, and a lot of people said they used to live in a haunted house or they're living in one now. But if you think your house is haunted. What do you do? Yeah. So first and foremost, don't freak out. Don't be freaked out and scared and upset because then you're just creating more negative energy. You know what I mean? And there's no reason for that. So just take a deep breath, you know, drink a glass of water or a glass of wine, whatever. (laughs) And just, just relax about it. Okay. Nothing can touch you or hurt you like that. Again, like what happened with my sister, that was, you know, intense energy that we had been, you know, playing with for weeks or whatever. You know, I don't think someone actually grabbed her and threw her, if that makes sense, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just don't want to know who it was, why, you know, but point is, is that Nothing's going to hurt you. Don't freak out and don't ask who's there. What do you want from me? Why are you here? What do you want from me? Don't do that. Don't start engaging, right? Just like if you had a weird person in your house, you would be like, excuse me, can you please leave? You wouldn't be like, hey, (laughs) what's up? Want some tea? You know, you'd be like, dude, move on, you know? So don't freak out and don't start going like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? And what do they want? And you're going to get real dark. It's going to go real dark real fast. So I would say, relax. You probably pay the rent or the mortgage on your home. So it's your home, not theirs. (laughs) And I would say, open up all the windows in your house. Open up all the doors in your house. Open up all the closets, the drawers, the cabinets. I would say, get a big bundle of white sage. 
I would light a white light candle. I would with joy say I'm calling to my angels and my guides and the white light. And I'm asking it to join me in clearing this house and cleansing this place of anything stuck here, anything that doesn't belong here, any negativity, I ask it to go. And I would sage my house. I would walk around with my sage and I would clear out the energy in the home. And then when you felt, you know, you felt like you were done and you felt like the house felt good, I would put out the sage, I would sit down, I would thank the white light and your guides and your angels for doing that with you. And I would imagine a beautiful, sacred white light bubble surrounding your house and sealing it in love, in light, in protection. And then I would blow out the candle and I would go about your day. That's what I would do. I just feel like where we put our energy grows. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to put your energy in some spooky shit, that spooky shit is going to grow. You know what I mean? If you're going to put your focus and your energy on light and love and positivity and joy and all of that, that's going to grow. That's just how it works. So if you're a bunch of kids toying around with some dark tools, you know, it's going to get weird. Mm -hmm. It's going to get weird. And I think that's true even when you're not talking about the spirit world. You start hanging around yeah. with really negative people or people that are mean or, you know, what are you, it's, it's, it's going to grow. So I would say focus on the light, focus on positivity. And it's, it's spooky season. It's Halloween. There's so much spooky shit to talk about. But what's even more awesome is love, is light, is joy. And there's so much positivity and protection. So I would say tap into that, you know, tap into the light, tap, tap into positivity. Erica is tuning in to the light around us, uh, shooing the darkness away. And we want you to tune in to something beautiful too, which is amazing sounds through your ears using Raycon's wireless earbuds. You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market. Do you know they sound just as amazing too? And Raycon's latest model, the E25, is their best one yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. You guys, these wireless earbuds are so comfortable. You can use them when you're out taking your dogs for a walk, when you're taking phone calls, when you're on the old airplanes. And they're so stylish, no dangling wires or stems. They make a great gift too, you guys. I loved mine so much. I gifted them to my dad who cannot stop talking about mm -hmm. them. And he's in good company with people like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, who can't get enough and are obsessed with their Raycons. And soon to be mm -hmm. you. Soon to be you guys, because now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon by getting 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash sip. That's buyraycon.com slash sip for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash sip. Now you said, I actually just had a friend message today and because she was listening, she's listening to our spooky October. And she said, my son saying that he's been seeing ghosts a lot lately. And she said, well, you can ask them to leave. Like you can either invite them or uninvite them. Is that so you can just at, like ask them, hey, I don't want you here. Yes. A lot of listeners say their kids 
say that they talk and see people. Is there a thing with that too? So Ashley's question and then also are kids more receptive? Absolutely. Yes. Kids are more receptive. Kids are younger. They're closer to spirit. You know, they were there more recently than we were. Mm. They are not as clouded or jaded with their own things. So like uh, uh, an example I can use really quick, you guys, is like I gave a, a reading to a group of young high school students. They are like young, just started high school, like 14, 15, like that. And they asked me a lot of extremely deep, intense questions. And I was like, okay, let's go there, you know? And and we started getting into it. Yeah. And I was like explaining to them time, how time works and all of this really intense stuff. They understood every single, they were like, yes, because of this and that. And they weren't clouded or jaded by years of perception. You know what I mean? So they were like, they understood it. Whereas not long before that, I had read for a group of adults and explained the same things. And the adults were like, what? That doesn't yeah. work that way. What? You know? So it's not that kids have to understand, not that I need people to agree with everything I say, but I'm just saying the concepts were so much easier for them to grasp because they're young. They don't have so much stuff. So they're like, oh, that's how time works. Right. I get it. Yeah. You know, it, it it wasn't a lot of that. So I think with kids sometimes, you know, they feel something and they're like, oh, someone's standing in the room. What do you mean? Am I sure? I just felt them walk by. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when you're in a, you know, when you're an adult and you're like, oh, that was weird. It must've just been a chill from the door. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But kids are like, no, I just heard someone say my name. Yeah. Like it's more, they're Mm. more, they're so straightforward, you know, and kids are sensitive. Kids are way more sensitive than adults. Do you guys remember being a kid and like meeting certain adults and you were like, oh, I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and your parents were like, why are you being rude to Mrs. So-and-so, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I just didn't like them. It's like we're, kids are so sensitive to energy. They sense energy. They can tap into energy and, and yeah. They definitely, they definitely can sense things. I, I had my daughter feel scared in her room and everything, and I saged her room. I lit a candle. I, pu- I put a beautiful rose quartz in her room. They said it was just like as a symbol of love, and, and we kind of cleansed her room, and she felt better. She felt a lot better because mm. she felt like she was a little more in control. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm safe here. This is my place. You know, that's my candle, and that's my beautiful crystal. And my mom cleared out the cleared out the energy in my room. It was really cool. It was it was a cool experience. So I think you're the power back. That's yeah. right. And I think your friend is so smart to tell her son, hey, you can tell them to leave, yeah. you know. And I think she's right. He, you know, she should say she she can think of, you know, sealing her her child in a white light mm-hmm. bubble and telling anyone around, say, This is not your space anymore. Yeah. Go, go towards mm-hmm. the light. And the only time that I had like very intense energy that was like, felt like it was stuck there. I told them, you know, in the name of God, go towards the light, get out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you no harm, go towards the light. I don't mean you any harm, but it's time to go. And, and you can go home, but you can't stay. That's it. Yeah. Goodbye. And, and I think, you know, people go like, what do they want? Why are they here? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. And you're just Mm -hmm. like, don't do that. Don't do that. Tell it to go. That's right. Tell it to go. Goodbye. All right. I got one more spooky question for you. Okay. First of all, these are this is spooky. A dumb question. <laughs> I'm scared this is the now. last one. This is the last one. And it, okay. But first of all, dumb question. Where do you buy a bunch of sage? Like I'm thinking in my mind, I don't know if I've ever seen sage for sale, like a big bushel or whatever. Do you, you know? have Whole Foods where you are? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
There's, there. uh, yeah, you can buy sage at Whole Foods. Okay. For sure. It's white sage. It's not what you cook with. It's not in the herb section or like the seasoning yeah, section. Yeah. It would be like with the incense. You know what I mean? With the incense oh, and with the okay. oils and stuff like that. Get white sage. Okay. The, the whole idea with working with energy is boundaries, owning your space, not being afraid and knowing you're safe. You know, you're safe in, mm. in, in yourself and you're safe in your own boundaries. I think we just give the power away like someone's out there to get us and someone's coming for us. And, you know, it, it just doesn't work like that. You know, honor how you're feeling and then really manage your energetic space. You're safe. Don't worry. Yeah. This is really good because a lot of people have written in saying that they're like me where they they watch something and they get in their head about it. So this is good. Taking the power mm-hmm. back. Last spooky question. Yes. A lot of our listeners have written in saying, and I was, this was one of my stories at the beginning of spooky season. You wake up and you see something over your bed. What's Ugh, up with that? Why sucks. is that just like, is that just there? The ghosts have this th- th- like pact that they're going like to stand over your bed. Is, is that, that like real? A- That's a thing. We've gotten so many emails. That oh. sucks. Like I hate that. Honestly, uh, that, I mean, that is scary. That's um, the other day. I was doing, I did a reading for, I think there was 35 people. There was like 35 or 40 people. And the night before at 3.33, my whole bed was shaking. Shake, 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 shake. And I woke up and I used to live in Los Angeles. So I was like, oh, earthquake, earthquake. And the bed was rattling. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, honey, I woke up my husband. I'm like, babe, the bed's shaking. He's like, what? No, we're, we're okay. No earthquake. We're good. And yeah, we were being shaken awake. It sucks. Mm. And that hasn't happened to me in a really long time because I, I do a lot of prayer and, and kind of sealing in before I go to bed. But um, yeah, so so as we get quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter, I feel like, and what I've been told is that the veil lifts a little bit to the spirit world and that the time that our world is most thin is 3 a.m. Oh, mm. so most people get woken up around 3 a.m. ish, you know, around out. 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Colleen, I mean, from what you're saying to me, it sounds like you have a little bit of a light on in the spirit world, my friend, which is like, meaning if you're super sensitive, sometimes we have a little bit of a light on in the spirit world and spirits can see you Yeah. or, or mm-hmm. know that you can see them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It means you're yeah. sensitive and you have to protect your energy. And I hope this resonates with people listening. Manage your energy, right? We manage our bodies, Mm -hmm. hopefully brush our teeth, shower, put on a nice outfit. Maybe you do things to enhance your mind, read books, talk to friends, whatever. What are you doing to manage your energetic body, your spirit? Think of of the spirit like body, mind, spirit. Think of a triangle, body, mind, spirit. It's all connected. And you have to manage your energetic body. So Colleen, you would start working with sage. You can start working with bubbles or whatever resonates with you. And start protecting your energy a little bit. Mm. Um, But I do Mm -hmm. think that standing over the bed thing, I think, you know, our world thins a little bit. I mean, look, I think spirit is all around us all the time. (laughs) Maybe at that moment, we're just sleep enough, deep sleep enough to sense it, you know. 
but I don't think that's the only time that spirit is with us. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, All right. that's the only well, time you can sense it, you know? <laughs> we'll transition out of spook. But that, I've actually thought oh, that thank was really cool. I thought that was cool. cool. And I think it's going to help people. You guys are starting to freak me out. You guys are no, starting no, to freak no. me out. Because I, I really like, I don't do house clearings anymore. I don't do hauntings anymore. You know, I really like focus on these high vibe messages. So I'm like going back into remembering just like being super scared at night oh. and stuff. Um, You're helping but, yeah. people though get into the yeah. light. Like myself, we're going to step into the light. Taylor Swift would be proud of us. That was her whole album. Okay. Anyway. Well, can I say one more thing to you, Colleen? Is that if yes. you can move past ghosts and being stuck on ghosts and scary stuff, like scary movies, like scary energy, like this image of people standing over you, like if you can move past that, which is all earthbound scary shit, what is there for you are your spirit guides and your angels, and your animal spirits, and your ancestors. So if you can elevate past the fear element and past like stuck earthbound energy, like hauntings and stuff, there is beauty ahead, you know, there's light and you won't be scared anymore. You know, I definitely had to go through that earth layer when I was opening as a medium and I was terrified But once I raised my vibes and kind of looked up a little more and thought of the light and my guides and my ancestors and this wealth of beautiful, incredible information, I wasn't as scared anymore because it feels so different. Like if I bumped into a ghost, it is a completely different feeling than when I work Mm. with guides. Mm -hmm. So I would say seek out your connection with your guides. Mm -hmm. Seek out your connection with your angels, your ancestors, your loved ones. Seek out your intuition, like we talked about. Yeah. Take moments to connect with self, and that's where you'll find your guides. You're not going to find your guides in all the spooky hauntings and Ouija boards and stuff like that. That just freaks you out. And fear blocks intuition. Well, I think sometimes I get, because I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Ouija boards or any of that stuff, but I do think my automatic default is fear. Like if I wake up at 3.33, I get, I'm just afraid. And so I love this like just move past the fear of creating boundaries and and opening up to the brightness of it because maybe the stuff that Th- I'm maybe it. it's just bright and I'm casting fear over and I don't need to. I don't know. The fear is blocking the intuition. So if you wake up at 3:33 go, "Yes, I see you, spirit, but now is my time to rest. I need to sleep." And I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to work with my guides tomorrow. I'm going to do a five-minute meditation where I connect with my guides tomorrow. Mm. But right now I need to rest. I have a baby. Mm. I have a husband. I have a full life. Right now I want to sleep. So I ask you to go. I surround myself in a sacred bubble of love, of protection, of light. I imagine all family members in my house being surrounded in light. And I go to sleep with peace and ease, knowing I'm warm, I'm safe, I'm happy where I am. God bless you. Good night. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the next day, take five minutes and sit down and connect with your guides. I love it. And then you you won't be woken up in the middle of the night. You know, I think a lot of the woken up is a lot of stuck energy. But sometimes, you know, like I used to um, have unbelievably intense dream state. And I knew my guides were trying to work with me while I was sleeping because I wasn't paying enough attention. I wasn't learning yeah. enough, you know, You're and so woken up. Yeah. I, I was having trouble sleeping. 
All right. That's How it. are you on That's time, it. Erica? Because I think we're we're we've got just a couple more questions for you, and then we're pretty much done. Um, but are you are you okay yeah. on time? Okay, I'm fine. So on we each time. have a personal question. Absolutely. But as I was preparing for this afternoon, I stumbled yes. upon a listener question that I felt compelled to read. Oh, so this nice. is from our SIP squad, and I think probably a lot of people can relate. If someone has experienced okay. someone they love in a in a tragedy, like committing suicide, mm-hmm. after they cross over after doing something like that, are they finally at peace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for that question. So I read for a lot of people that have lost someone to suicide. I will say that everyone does get to peace for sure, but it doesn't mean they get there instantaneously. So meaning I have seen, you know, read for a mom whose son committed suicide, you know, very soon after, very soon before Mm -hmm. the reading. And the son was still adjusting to being in spirit, was still reviewing his life path, reviewing what happened, still adjusting and had a tremendous amount of regret and sadness and was working through that. But I read again for the same mom, you know, later, I don't remember how long, months or a year later, and he was okay. So I would say, yes, they do get to peace, but I don't know the exact time for maybe the person who, who is related to this, this mm-hmm. um, listener, but yes, they do get to peace. And I think also too, people think like, gosh, if you commit suicide, people have this illusion, maybe they mm-hmm. go somewhere mm-hmm. bad. And it doesn't work like that. I'm not telling people to commit suicide, obviously, but of course we all go to spirit. And we talked Mm -hmm. about that last time a little bit. I think that's beautiful though. I mean, for people who are wondering, like, I think maybe the big question is, are they okay? You know, they're just, Mm -hmm. I think that's what we all wonder. Yeah. Yes. And, and totally. And it is, listen, you know, we talked about spooky stuff. We talked about hauntings. We talked about all that, right? But hauntings are not that common. Like I, some people are like, every single place is so haunted. And it's like, no, they're not. Most people, when they see the light and they see, you know, the loved ones that have crossed over before them, or they see their ancestors or even their spirit guides that, you know, when we see them, we immediately recognize them, right? Most people go towards the light. Most spirits, most people go towards the light. They truly, truly do. And I mean, just to, you know, full disclosure, I talked about my best friend Mm -hmm. who crossed over a few years ago, you know, she committed suicide about a mile from my house, you know, just being told just to connect with that listener and people that have dealt with suicide. Like, I, I understand she is absolutely okay. I talk to her all the time. You know, I'm actually looking at a picture of her right now <laughs> on my desk. You know, I talk to her all the time. She is absolutely okay. She is absolutely okay. So I, I hope that answers the question, mm, truly. It does. Yeah. I could go deeper into that. But for time's sake, I I guess we'll get into our personal questions now. So the thing that I care most about is the baby, which I've asked you about now twice. Mm-hmm. And I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that has been kind of a door that I haven't been able to shut is I have a situation with my mom where a couple of years ago, I just felt like the energy was really toxic and bad. And she did some kind of unforgivable things for me. And I know I need to forgive her for myself. But mm-hmm. my question is kind of about what my guides think of that, because it's been a little tricky now having kids mm. who are her grandkids. And sometimes I just don't feel like they're safe around her. 
because of how volatile she is. And, but I don't know if that's something I need to repair for, you know, us to have a relationship or just repair for myself or if they have any opinion on that. I mean, to what I started hearing from your guides, so things are changed in the relationship permanently. So I just want to mm-hmm. say that like things are altered, shifted and changed in the relationship permanently. So it's not like it's going to go back to how it was or go back to being totally, you know, perfect, harm- harmonious. You understand? Mm-hmm. But they're saying you are absolutely smart to keep boundaries, mm-hmm. keep very, very clear boundaries with the relationship. I'm not saying your mom is bad or going to do anything bad to your kids. I didn't feel that your kids were right. unsafe. I felt that right now is a renegotiation of your relationship and a renegotiation of your boundaries. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? And Mm -hmm. honor that. You don't need to repair the relationship because it's not going to go back to how it was. So forgive her. Forgive her for, you know, she is going as far as she can, right, in her life. Mm -hmm. But she's not going to change a whole lot. So the idea is if she's not going to change, it is just how you relate to it. You know what I mean? And that's what changed before. It's like you started seeing different things. She hasn't changed. She is the same. She's the same as she was. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now it is how you relate to her, basically. And what they're saying is relate to her with very, very clear and very, very specific boundaries. Okay. You you cannot have free and open open door policy there at all. Yeah. Do you understand? Is this making oh, sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Even I'm like mm-hmm. shaking my head yes. here. Very this very. You clear. I'm like yes, yeah. yes. This is. This yeah. Is, you yeah. have to have the boundaries, and and it's it's like you know, of course, as Erica, I want to be like it's fine, it's all going to be perfect, and just make up and this and that, and it, I do not feel that way. I feel mm-hmm. like you have to create safe boundaries create safe environments for you guys to be and keep it on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it on the surface. You don't think you're not wishing anything ill of her. You're not angry at her. There's Mm -hmm. no hot, hot energy between you. You know what I mean? There's no active energy. It's just, you know, uh, you create safe dates or whatever, whatever it's called, safe environment and and a safe setup or whatever for you guys to spend time together. It's safer for you. It's it's just a better a better way. So the the name of the game going forward is boundaries. Not oh, I can't take you. You can't come here anymore. Not that. That's that's hot. That's an active butting heads. That's an active like negative toxic mm-hmm. feelings. Right. This would be, you know, we will get together on this date. You know, in December or whatever. You know, in yeah. in, in a way that feels good and safe for you. All right. Okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Does that resonate with you? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she pushes major boundaries. So that's what happened. And I think I do have too much hot energy around it. Um, So I'm quick to trigger. So yeah. But that is not going to help you at all. Mm -hmm. So whatever, what you need to heal and you need to release, that has to be done on your own. Mm. Yep. That is the message. You're not going to get it from her or with her. You have to find the healing and the calm and the peace and what feels right to you. But that's between you and you, not you and her anymore. You have to find what it is. You know the truth. You know how it is. So you have to find it on your own. 
And then you can communicate the boundaries going forward, what you feel comfortable with. But that hot, hot connection, that that heat, that intensity, that toxic vibe, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little bit, y- you contribute to that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With Yeah. And so that's what you have to Manage. focus on. Okay. It, it's between you and you, not you and her anymore. I'm not saying you should disown her or never speak to her again or that she's bad. None of that. Right. I'm just saying this is between you and you at this point. But here's the deal, Ashley. You're awesome and you're brave and you're smart and you have great intuition. So trust yourself. If it doesn't feel right, then you create another boundary. Mm -hmm. But the idea is it's between you and you and you can trust yourself. You're awesome. Yeah. Trust yourself and trust the boundaries that you have and honor that. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys, we're getting as personal as it gets with Erica, but there's nothing more personal than cooking meals in your kitchen every night. HelloFresh is making home. Uh, HelloFresh. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> HelloFresh is helping you keep home cooked meals simple. It's making cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. And they're also making it freaking delicious, you guys. If you're making the same old things week after week, break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic, bread, and cookie dough. Mm. It doesn't get any more flexible or fits into your lifestyle better than that. Yeah. And it doesn't disappoint. So of course, I love like my favorite when the box comes, I love because I know it's just going to simplify things. Um, And I know you've talked about like a pop the chicken pot pie recipe oh, yeah. and I've Colleen made for me this like Thai burger that oh, HelloFresh sent her. So oh my God. It had like lemongrass and oh, it was lights out. And so you guys need to try these out for yourself. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash SIP80 and enter SIP80 at checkout. That's $80 off your first month of HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash SIP80 and entering SIP80 at checkout. It's like receiving eight meals for free. Mm -hmm. Oh, hello. Hello. All right. Here's my personal question, Erica. Colleen, my spirit talker. You are the spirit talker. (laughs) (laughs) My, My question feels very vague, but... For me, this year has been such a year of change, of transformation, and that has been like the highest highs. And it's also been, there's been a lot of challenges. And I've felt kind of out of tune with myself and my intuition. And so all that is to say, I'm wondering if my guides have anything that they really want to tell me? Like, do they have anything burning that they want me to know? And I'm open to receiving whatever it is they feel like I need to hear. You know, it's interesting. I I kept on hearing, I know this is strange, so bear with me. But when you were talking, I kept on hearing, let her go, let her go, let her go. And I was like, let who go? And they were like, Colleen, Colleen has to let her go. Let who she was go. Whoa. You are growing, you are changing, and you're leveling up in essence. 
And what's happening is you're holding on to, you know, how things were or how they used to be or how they used to do things or where you used to live or how your thing it used to be. And they're saying, release it. You are creating a new right now. And that is disorienting. And and there you don't have full control. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're going through change and the rug is being pulled out from under you and you look around and things look different and it feels overwhelming. And it's just like, where am I, what am I supposed to do here? You know what I mean? But look at you, you're coming out of it and you're doing well, you know? So like you did do it. I think you are holding on to what was, and they're saying, let her go. Let old Colleen go. You are changing. You are growing. Let her go and let her be who she is now. And you may not have all the answers this second. You know what I mean? But yeah. they are evolving. They are growing. Your mm. path is unfolding right before your feet. Mm. Everything is opening and unfolding. And if you don't hold it too tight and you don't get too afraid, there is beauty ahead. There is change and growth and it's positive, not negative, but sometimes it's painful because in essence, we have to release some of the past and release former selves or release old habits or release old elements to our relationships, you know, with our spouses or whoever, right? Release old elements and that feels really scary, but you're creating space for newness. You're creating space for something new. Your path is unfolding. So let her go. Let old Colleen go. And experience who you are now. And you're different. You're not the same. And things have changed. But it's not bad. It's beautiful. Mm. Mm. That feels really good. feels really good. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I just have been really struggling with holding on to myself, but I'm still myself. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a new, mm-hmm. creating new. And I ha- And when you're saying that, it just all of a sudden like brought it, that all into focus that I've been trying so hard mm-hmm. to get back. But back is the key word. Like I need to not do that. I need to just accept now and allow myself to grow and not feel like I'm losing something. That's it. You're creating space for new. It's a beautiful thing, but you have to let her go and let the old things that were your, you know, way, your routine, your, your, you know, it's all changing. And that is disorienting. And that can feel really dizzying and really disorienting. But you're okay. <laughs> you're all right. And you're you're safe. It's okay. Mm. But you have to let her go. Because when you're just holding on to that, that's when things start can can get a little weird. Yeah. You know, because it's it's like let her go. You're you're all right. Mm. Part of this time is to for you to see that you are safe and that your home is inside you. Mm-hmm. And wherever that takes you, and no matter where you go or how things happen, it's like you can always go back to that home and it's in you. You're safe, but you aren't the same. You have changed. You've changed a lot, actually. This has been a huge, huge year, but let her go and allow yourself to be who you are now. Mm. God, every time you talk to me directly, like I just well up. I'm like tearing up Mm. because it's um, just Mm, cuts right to the truth and it's really beautiful. Mm. So thank you for sharing that with me and tapping into my radio. I guess we we can end it. I have like tears streaming down my face, but I guess we can end it with, is there anything 
that you feel like our listeners need to hear that your guides are compelling you to say before we sign off here? Anything else you'd like to express? And then lastly, Mm. where can our listeners find you? Mm. Please plug away. Thank you so much. Um, I would say like when you asked me that question, I just kept on hearing like what, what could seem cliche, but I kept on hearing. Are you still there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard a sound and then the sound went away. Oh, weird. <laughs> I turned my mic off because John just started the shower. Can you guys hear that a running little water? Bit. That's okay. Though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that I turned my mic sound. off. Nothing's <laughs> so, so John showering. Wait, can I just tell you? When I open to spirit, like I just did for you guys, I hear so much. Like I have your guides talking to me. Mm. I have my guides talking to me. I have all kinds of stuff. So I never know if I'm really hearing something and if other people hear it or it's just me. Like, oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'll be doing a group reading at someone's house and I'm like, so I just saw someone walk in your kitchen. Is there someone else here or was that just me? And sometimes they're like, no, no one else here. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. Didn't mean to freak you out, but you have people walking (laughs) in your kitchen. Because I can't tell sometimes if it's me. Yeah. I would say... To the listeners, number one, and and what I was hearing when you were asking me that question, I just kept, I heard it three times. I heard, trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. And I would say nothing outside of yourself is going to give you what you're seeking. Mm. So meaning, look, maybe you get a really nice house, which is awesome, or a really fancy car or whatever, right? I'm using silly examples, which can give you momentary or, you know, a short-lived amount of happiness, but ultimately what you are looking for and the answers you are seeking and the happiness you are seeking is within yourself. So if you do anything, continue to work on quieting your mind so you can tune into the incredible, beautiful, divine, amazing, powerful information that resides within your own heart. So if you are hearing a message inside that something is not resonating with you, something isn't working for you, or you're feeling unhappy, trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. You don't need to go running around trying to find answers from everywhere else, either material or other people. The answers are in you, and you are that powerful. You are that amazing. You are that creative in your life that the power resides within you. I would say to everyone listening, you are more powerful and more amazing than you know. So trust yourself. Mm, I love it. I love it. What a great message. And where can our listeners find you, Erica? Well, you can find me. Well, first of all, follow me on Instagram, please, at Spiritual Medium Erica. I post all kinds of messages on there and we can keep in touch through that. You can also find me at ericagabriel.com, E-R-I-K-A-G-A-B-R-I-E-L.com. And I have all kinds of fun stuff coming up. So join my email list at ericagabriel.com. I will not harass you with lots of emails, I promise. But it is not, I do not have a release date, but I did write a book. Whoa. So anyone who's on my mailing list will know when it comes oh out gosh. first. Congrats. Oh my gosh, yay. We yeah. want it. That's We're going to read it. Thank you. It, I don't, I... It's not out yet. I don't have a date, but I did write it. It's called 10 Things I Learned from Talking to the Dead that Changed My Life and Can Change Yours Too. And I I can't wait for you guys to read it. So if you join my email list on my website, you'll know first how it's put out and when it's put out. But follow me on Instagram and please keep in touch with me 
And that's it. And I know you spelled your name, but for the Instagram, you're it's Erica with a K. So spiritual medium Erica with that's a right. K. So and we'll right. I'm sure story a lot about this and tag her in it too. But Erica, mm-hmm. I can't this flew by. I I'm sad it's over. I'm <sighs> so happy it happened. I'm so sad too. You are just the absolute <laughs> best. And we love you, and we can't oh wait gosh. to have you. I already yes, can't wait to have you, you back. So like much. you're a regular here. You I guys, know it's gonna have to be like a quarterly thing yes. or something. Like it's just I, so good. I cannot tell you how much I love doing this with you guys. Seriously, I love you both, and this you truly honor me by having me on. And I love doing it, and I love talking to you both. Like you really mean a lot to me. So thank you so much, truly. Oh, oh God, well, that is you. so flattering coming from someone who knows know. like the secrets to the universe. Like that you think. <laughs> We're cool. Like, are you kidding me? That's like the coolest. So I think you guys are awesome. Are you kidding? Oh my God. I'm fangirling. We need to be in a soul circle. Out. Yes. In all the Please, future. Let's hang out. Maybe we, yeah. when are we are. hanging out? Maybe this is the billionth conversation we've had and we just, you know. Oh we my God. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love so. it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you, Erica. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Well, that was intense in the best way i I adore her like this isn't just a show guys we actually do we are obsessed with her um so that in and of itself just getting that time with erica is kind of a rave but what do you say we do a rant and rave boo and woo woo. so for the first time ever we have a combined like shared our rant and rave is the same thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you should talk about the rant because that was your experience yeah So my rant is Taylor Swift tickets went on sale yesterday for verified fans, which are supposedly her, you know, a material people, people that like, you know, have verified that they're actual fans of hers and not bots. So you'd think it would be a a great experience. Turns out it was a miserable ticket buying experience, potentially Actually, no, for sure. The worst buying experience. It's the worst shelling over of hundreds of dollars for an event I'm excited (laughs) about ever. So I waited in line for two hours and just had you have to sit by your computer and wait. And then I got in and Colin and I had decided there was no budget on this and we were just going to go all out. But the expensive tickets were taken. We did snag some pretty sweet seats in the 100 level 200 level somewhere but center stage so we're excited about that but it was really just the ticket buying like the queue that just really bummed me out however sending it over to you call however right the old (laughs) so tonight when we were recording with erica there was a another pre-sale for people who were capital one card holders and I was looking up like, when can we get another shot at buying tickets? And I totally randomly threw it out to Chris like, hey, do we have a Capital One card? And he's like, yeah, I have an old one from however long ago. I was like, oh my God, while Ashley and I are recording, can you go on the presale like husband of the year, right? To be so he has, Mm -hmm. I, I can't wait to hear the whole story. And I mean, he's also the best guy to be on the job because Chris's attention to detail is like, I feel like if I gave John that task, we wouldn't have, you know, we'd have like 500 level ticket. He'd be like, what? You just said buy anything (laughs) or something. But like, I knew this was in, it was equally as I felt as safe with Chris buying the tickets as I did if I were to buy them myself, you know, like we were in good hands. I feel like you two are very similar in that way. Like you guys know you're effective and know how to get things done. And you two operate at the same level of like 
get it. Yeah. Anyway, so best friend of the year to Ashley for like going through all of that for our experience in LA. And then Chris goes on tonight to take another swing at it. And as we're talking to Erica, he's got two computers up, like working the different lines and confirmed with us, we got tickets in the pit for Taylor. Oh, yeah, we did. At Lover oh, yeah, Fest we West, we're going to be standing <laughs> on the ground with Taylor as close oh, to us gosh. as she's ever been. And That's going to be insane. It's going to be so cool. Like in the summer, uh, hopefully neither uh, one of us are f- pregnant. And, you know, all oh, the gosh. things that would be, yeah, not in the I plans. can definitely not be pregnant. Yeah. Because no, you won't be. I will have just had a kid and that would yeah. be my, that would be my worst nightmare. Yeah. If I had a five month old and I was pregnant again. Oh so no, that's not happening. But also, dang. So we're talking like, so now we got these pit tickets, which is just such a highlight right now, such a rave. Oh and we're gosh. like, should we sell the other tickets that, you know, Ash scooped like up the, yesterday? All of her shows are sold out. Yeah. So at, when I looked last night online, right, it was supposed to be the verified fans, which obviously it wasn't because there was tons of tickets then posted on StubHub. But they were like thousands of dollars. Like pit, pit tickets were like $2,500 or something last night. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, well, since tickets are sold out, maybe we could sell these babies for a profit. And then here's where your rave comes in, guys. Yeah. We've decided. We love you guys so much. We haven't done anything to celebrate you guys. We hit a million. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Listens. This podcast, we're coming up on our year anniversary and we're still going to celebrate, you know, a million listens soon. But we thought, what better way to just celebrate life than to do another giveaway to our virtual best friends and figure out how we get these tickets to two members of our SIP squad. And so we're going to go the verified fan route kind of like Taylor, except for it's going to be a much better experience for you guys. Our verified fans, I guess, technically live over on Patreon. Like that's the only way to verify, right? Because they invest two hours of their week with us this episode. And then also on on Fridays, we drop another one that's a totally different vibe. agenda, vibe, yeah. whatever. It's totally different. And also they pay us $5 a month, which is really nice of them. I mean, they're foregoing a latte a month yep. to spend an extra hour with us. So we haven't figured out all the details yet, but we're going to take two of our soup double fister soul sister uh, sipper patrons. We're going to gift those tickets to them. So it's Loverfest West. I got it Saturday night, July 25th. So if you don't have plans Saturday night, July 25th, you want to go see Taylor center stage tickets, by the way, for free on us you just have to go subscribe to Patreon and then, you know, there'll be more details, but we're going to give the full dish once we just literally thought of this plan five minutes ago. Yeah. So, so it's not fully baked, but go over to right. patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us, sign up, become a member. As soon as you sign up, they'll send you a link. You throw that link into iTunes so that all your episodes are easy peasy all in iTunes. Guys, I can't wait to give these tickets out. I can't wait to see who wins them. But I hope you really loved connecting up with Erica today as much as we did. What an awesome afternoon spending it with her Mm. and then the universe coming together for us on the Pitt Taylor experience. We love you guys. You can sip with us always. Always. We We will will see see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 
want more, you can sit with us. How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, Sign me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.